What is up, wrestling fans? Welcome to episode number 137 of Smack Talk from SmackOutMoment.com. I'm your host, as always, Tony Mango, and with me on the panel, we have four people, the usual suspects here. Mike Payton. (laughs) (laughs) Steven Wago. Fuck off, Drew. Miguel Leon. It's ready to go, guys. Got my Seagrams, got some chips and dip. I'm ready to go for tonight. And Drew White. 137 episodes in, and Wago still looks like a piece of shit. According to according to his profile page, he looks like Stardust. Wait, yeah. wait, 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 one cotton pick in seconds. You say this is episode 137? Yep. You know what this means, right? Yep, one year anniversary of uh, episode 85. Yeah. It was supposed to be over a long fucking time ago. God damn it. No, what do you mean? They've been over. They've been over for a year. They've been, <laughs> we've been rid of TNA for a year now, guys. Hasn't this been fabulous? <laughs> um, yeah, Miguel, isn't it fabulous? Yeah, Miguel. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, de- I deserve that. I, I, I think I, I do deserve that to an extent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Tonight on the show, we have a main event of Money in the Bank predictions for the four matches that they've announced so far. We're recording this on a Monday night, so throughout the rest of the week, they might be announcing some more. And we'll just you know take care of that next week. And uh, you can always stay tuned to SmartGuyMoment.com to see any kind of other predictions that we have for those matches if they announce them. But we also have the end of round one of the hottest WWE Divas tournament. We've got the hot tags coming up in part two. Well, a couple of them because really not much has gone on the past few days. Some Fantasy League updates and a little break in between with the rest hold. But of course, we're on part one right now and you know what that means. It's time for the Ask Him. It's the wrestling trivia question of the week. Whatever one you want to call it. So, last week's question was, name all of the people who have vacated the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Andre the Giant, Hulk Hogan, Shawn Michaels, Steve Austin, Mr. McMahon, John Cena, Batista, and Daniel Bryan twice. That was the answer I was looking for. Only one person got them all right. Watchman King 67. Nice job, Watchman King. Everybody else who took a guess, they were missing one or two people, added one or two people to the list. I think uh, there was a confusion with the um, the world title, any kind of a world title thing, uh, which I didn't look up those kind of things, so I couldn't give you guys credit for that. Sorry, I'm lazy. Uh, this week's question to the panel, who cashed in Money in the Bank the fastest? Kane. Kane. Catch it in the same night on Rey Mysterio. Yep, it's Kane. And the question to you guys out there in audience land, who took the longest to cash in their Money in the Bank briefcase? There's two people that you might think of off the top of your head, and there's a a difference of about, like, 12 days, and that's it. So if you think you know the answer, go ahead, leave your guess below on the comments on YouTube, or if you are on Twitter, send a tweet at SmartOutMoment with the hashtag AskHim, or leave a comment on the smartoutmoment.com post that we'll have up for this episode. Either way, we'll tell you who gets it right, who gets it wrong, who gets it really wrong, and uh, who leaves a funny-ass comment and all the other kind of stuff. Next week, coming up in the next part, we're going to roll along here with the hot tags, so stay tuned. Welcome back, everybody. We're on part two. You know what's coming up. Hot tags. Not much to talk about, though, this week. Uh Let's just throw them out there. We'll breeze through this segment. Rosa Mendez has stolen the Los Matadores promo theme, Peligrosa, which is really fucking annoying to listen to it now because she's just like, I poppy. Hey, poppy. And I can't stand it. I downloaded that, put it on my MP3 player earlier today, listened to it, and I was just like, fuck, I really should have listened to the whole fucking song. I really don't want to listen to her do that all the time. Which fame sisters is that? I'm gonna get my dick sucked fame <laughs> No, that's not that. <laughs> the, when they originally were showing the the promos for the Matadors, the background music they had for that, the one that was like way more Spanish sounding. Oh, the one that would have actually fit that gimmick. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the trumpets and everything. Okay. But you know, instead of having Ole that people can get into, it's her going Peligrosa. Like, ugh, that sucks. Peyton, I know that you're a fan of that theme, and uh, just got my dick sucked. <laughs> I when they were first showing the promos for that, one of the things I was most looking forward to with those characters was hearing that theme song without the voiceover guy talking over it. I, I loved it. I thought it was a perfect representation for the character. And I think if they had come out with that, maybe people would have taken them just just a hair more seriously. Like the first time they came out, they're they're wearing pink, which is not doing them any favors. And I'll give them a pass on the pink because I think it was like the cancer stuff they do every year. 
Was it really? No. It, yeah, it, it was. No, it was in October. Yeah, it was. It was at, during Hell in a Cell. Either way, uh, Strutton theme song doesn't seem to fit him that well. I do like yeah, that song, that though. It's grown on me. Uh, I don't. I don't dislike it as much as I did, and I, I do see it a little more fitting for them. You know, they're this cartoony, fun time characters, but I happy that they tried to find a place for it. And honestly, I think it it could be a good fit for Rosa. You know, she's she's a, a Latino character, but the the voiceover has got to be taken out of it. Those, those just completely ruin it. Hey, Papi, Pelagrosa. The first Pelagrosa maybe wouldn't be that bad. But if you're going to do that at the beginning of it, why doesn't she just say, like, Rosa Mendez? <laughs> Rosa. Rosa Mendez. <laughs> Drew, what do you think about this? I don't have any fucks to give. This is not a match. <laughs> this, is, this is not a match. I don't care. Miguel? Why are we talking about Rosa Mendez? Why not? We're not. We're talking about music. Yeah, it's more yeah. so about music than it is Rosa. <laughs> we're talking about Jim oh. Johnson. Yeah, but it, we're talking about, we're I, going from Rosa Mendes. I think this is a CFO Muddy original. Yeah. Oh, God, dude, okay. some shitty stuff since he's been in here. I still don't, I still don't respect him because he uses a surname. Like, come on, man, you're working for, a, you're actually a, a, a member of their faculty. Put a so real, put a real name on that. talking about things you need to do to be taken seriously. <laughs> yeah. Jim Johnson doesn't go around like, hey, I'm, I'm double J-E whatever, you know, whatever the I'm F, double, you know. I'm double J, ice, He's baby. the original yeah. double J, Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> <laughs> You come to CFO Money and you're like, uh, Mr. Money, can you do one of these songs? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, just call me CFO. That'd be fucking ridiculous. And if he's the yeah, one responsible as, for this Wyatt family one, then goddamn it, dude. As you can tell, I've got nothing much to say about it. Rosa Mendez isn't a thing on, on TV. The Matadors are no longer a thing on TV, so what more can I say? Way you go. Round us I'll out with fill, that. I'll fill the Mike Payton role, which he normally does during the hot tags. What the fuck are we even talking about this? <laughs> so, moving on to another Los Matadores thing. We have Fernando is injured. But on top of that, we also have Dana Brooke. No clue who the fuck she is. Uh, Kendall Sky and Veronica Lane from NXT. All th- uh, four of them, I think, all have knee or um, ankle injuries. Something going on with the legs or something like that. So, damn, that kind of sucks. But at least there are people that don't do much. So it's not like, uh, you know, the Daniel Bryan thing where it really matters and everything. Peyton? Well, the Matadors are coming off the hottest program of their careers, and it's a shame they can't follow it up directly because maybe they could have went on to do at least something else where they're at least filling a weekly comedy skit. And not to say they can't. You know, maybe they can still do something with Diego and the Bull or even just the Bull so it keeps it in people's minds. But, yeah, whatever. Uh, I, I had hopes that they would try to do something semi-serious with this gimmick but it, it's just been an absolute joke it's just been another funkasaurus so it, it, no big loss there and all these people in nxt who who and who drew yeah i still have no fucks to give <laughs> miguel i it's people that haven't been on tv as much so why are we talking about this i, I, I watch i've been watching nxt weekly for a while now and i still don't know who those people are <laughs> I yeah, think Veronica like, Lane does like some of the interviews or something, right? Or is that Devin Taylor? How the fuck she injure her ankle? God damn it. She woman. tried too hard. She tried to oh. emulate Renee Young. She pulled a Renee. Up. She pulled a Renee. Yeah. No, to, to be fair, Lillian Garcia is clumsy as fuck. <laughs> Except she's a horse face, so it's okay. No, Wait, if you horses? get a clumsy horse, you shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that should have happened a long time ago. Wago, your thoughts on these injuries? Fucking Fucking work. I said, uh, Wago, not Sean. Oh, uh, (laughs) yeah, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) And our last one this week, because you can tell a lot of stuff has happened since we recorded the Friday. Jesus uh, Christ, so much shit. Uh, they threw out some possible names for the Stardust and Goldust tag team. Of course, I doubt that these are serious, but, uh, (laughs) they were Gold Star, uh, Dust to Dust. Mm-hmm. Eh. And the one that I was just like, oh, you gotta be kidding me. The Dust Busters. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with that? That's awesome. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that's that's like, I would be fine with going. <laughs> Considering we had fucking R Boom, I'm okay with yeah, Dust Air Busters. Air Well, we also have Rye Baxel. Yes. <laughs> and the great team of uh, Jericho and Big Show before they called Jericho. it Joe Show. Jericho. 
so yeah, Dustbusters all the way, Payton. I'd be fine with Dustbusters or Dust to Dust. I think either of them are clever, and I, I don't. I think you just keep calling them Goldust and Stardust. Yeah, I don't know if you necessarily need a fancy tag team, and if you are going to give them a name, I wouldn't put Dust in the title. I, I would come up with something completely original to represent their their them, other than having to go off the fact that they have the same last name because they're not they're not so much the fact that they're they're dusts it's the fact that they because <laughs> they're not dusts they're they're these i mean when was the last time gold dust came out and blew gold dust in anybody's face like 1999 <laughs> uh so i don't know the bizarre one some type of takeoff of that go go with that so i'd like to see dust to dust be a uh, tag team finishing move for them that would be good that i think that's cool Maybe even Dustbuster too. <laughs> yeah, it's like a brainbuster called yeah, Dustbuster. That's uh, the modified dust to dust lock. <laughs> oh God, he's got him in it. Drew, what do you think? Dustbusters, I'm, Gold Star. Dustbusters, I like that. Golds, I, I could deal if it was like Golden Star or something like that. I could deal with it, but yeah, all these names aren't that good, and they're not going to use. So, who? I don't have any fucks to give. I kind of have a fuck to give, but not anymore. <laughs> Payton, you want to throw that out, what you just said in the chat? Oh, they should call their finisher the Dusty Finish. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to make that joke, goddammit. I think it'll get them that Road Warrior pop. <laughs> <laughs> Miguel, what do you want them to be uh, called? I'm okay with them being called the Dustbusters, but you know WWE is going to ruin it and probably call them, like, Team Dustbusters. <laughs> I, hated that. I hated when they were going through that phase. Team Stardust and Goldust. Yeah, that was so stupid. No, they'll probably go Team Star Gold or Gold Star. Yeah, Team, team Gold, Gold Star. They, they Ugh, they're like the worst possible option they could. Of course Making they their way to the ring, the Golden Stars. <laughs> boo. No, you wouldn't boo them. Don't be too mean, Miguel. So wait, you, you, want, you want Team Golden Stars? You, you would boo them. There we go. Sure. And I want them to use the modified Dust to Dust Lock. The modified Dust Lock. <laughs> Uh, geez. Hopefully, the rest of the week, we'll end up giving some actual hot tags that will pop up on smartcatmoment.com. But if that doesn't happen, there you go. Those are your hot tags for the week. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to keep this going here. Part three coming up in the next section is going to be the Hottest Divas Tournament. So, if you want to uh, wake up a little bit, look at some hot chicks, there you go. Yeah! Welcome back. We're on part three, and that means that it's time for the Divas Tournament. We just did round three, or not round three, part three of round one last week, so we need to go over those results before we get into the last part of round one. Four matches happened last time around, and uh, we've got Kendall Sky losing to Layla. 79 votes for Layla, 46 for Kendall Sky. So really, Kendall Sky didn't stand much of a chance, but I guess we all kind of saw that coming, right? No surprises well, there. God damn it, Kendall Sky guess... was going to go all the way. Fuck! Well, Kendall <laughs> dumb. Kendall and uh, Kendall gets the vote of uh, our guest and Jonna. Uh, so that kind of surprised me. I guess girls like her better. Uh, she got tits. We also have AJ Lee destroying Natalia. Seventy-four percent of the vote to Natalia's twenty-six percent. Saw that one coming. AJ God, I thought she was gonna go all the way. <laughs> Uh, one person that had complained about uh, feeding Natalia to AJ Lee, well... Was me. That was you? <laughs> no. I don't fucking know. Yeah, but whoever it was, fuck off. <laughs> Third match was Lana destroying Rosa Mendez. 78% of the vote to Bullshit. Rosa's 22. That's so, uh... Stupid. The hell with that? that Rosa who, stuff? Are you just feeding them the people, Mango? God. He's, he's the reading the votes, man. <laughs> Fucking dude, are you feeding the goddamn potato? Well, the fix is in, man. The fix is in. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Screwed the pooch. Actually, I think I voted for Rosa. But <laughs> sure that's... you did. That's what they all say. Yeah. <laughs> and last one that we had from the last set of uh, votes was Veronica Lane beating Alicia Fox, which that's a little disappointing to me. I always thought yeah. Alicia Fox was hot. No, no, it makes sense. It makes sense. I thought she was going to go all the way. <laughs> Who's Veronica mm. Lane again? She's one of the people from um, NXT. One of the hurt people. Oh, okay. You know, so. one of the people you don't watch. It's okay. Yeah, that, that, that segment that we just covered. <laughs> <laughs> so we have four more matches and really only three votes that you guys can do because one of them is a bye vote. But uh, match number one for the last section of round one 
Summer Rae uh, versus Bailey. My vote goes to Summer Rae. Right now, Summer Rae is winning 12-2. to two. The polls just opened up about maybe half hour ago or so. Peyton, who are you voting for, Summer Rae or Bailey? It's actually a pretty tough choice for me. Summer Rae has a slamming body, but I really think Bailey is adorable. She's got this like band geek look to her, and she comes out. And she's got the wave, wacky waving, inflatable arm flailing two men. I can't do that, but you got right. I, I like what she does, and I think she's got a really cute face. And it's it's a tough tough choice for me. If you had asked me a while ago when Summer Rae, Summer Rae was really hot with the Fandango gimmick and Summer she came Rae. out with those dresses with those legs looking fantastic. Her, her new outfits she's been wearing have not been working out for her as well and this bratty attitude is just not making me like her at all. So, you know, I actually think I'm going to go for Bailey. So one vote for Bailey, one vote for Summer Rae. <laughs> Summer, Summer, Summer Rae. Rae. <laughs> this shit's going to start Probably all over again. Right. <laughs> Trip D from fucking Big Bang Theory, goddammit. Drew, are you going for Summer Ray or Bailey? Yeah, I'm gonna go for Summer Way here. <laughs> Summer Way. <laughs> You'll vote after Summer Way. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go for Summer, I'm gonna go for Summer Way. Because uh, Bayway looks like. She works like a, na- a neighbor I have. Uh, she's like 12 years old, and that's kind of fucking weird, don't you think? The last so, time we did this joke, you got stuck doing it the next day, Drew. You might almost all stop right now. Before no, you I, I, I don't have work to go into, so it's okay, you see? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. So you're for what? Summer Ray, was that it? Yeah, Summer Ray. Fuck, I almost fucked up again. Damn it. <laughs> Miguel, Summer Ray or Bailey? Who gets your vote? I'm gonna go with Summer Rae only because she's the one I recognize. I I I don't I don't catch a lot of NXT mostly because I don't have the WWE Network. So she watch TNA. I I can't watch TNA anymore. I work Thursday nights. But um, Cheers. you know it's awful. Yeah, good. Yeah, for you. that too. <laughs> whoa, whoa. So Smart, I. Smart moving to first days. <laughs> that sucks. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Summer Rae. I, I don't. I don't know much about Bailey. I've seen enough of Summer Rae to at least be able to cast my vote. So I'm going with Summer Rae. And Wego. I am going with the wobbly Summer Rae. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, she's just leagues hotter than Bailey, and Bailey kind of. Eh, she's got some odd about her face. Might be the mustache. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is kind of a vote between uh, who would you date and who would you bang. Yeah. Bailey gets the the date vote minus the mustache thing. And yeah, uh, Bailey Bailey seems like she'd be a lot of fun to hang out with, and Ray <laughs> seems like she'd be fun to defile. <laughs> That's a good. <laughs> we might as well just pull a Jerry Lawler and just go right out into it, right? Oh, my bad. That's a pretty sexist thing for me to say. <laughs> well, I'm sure Peyton will beat it. <laughs> Wait, this is not a trap. <laughs> Jojo versus Sasha Banks is the next matchup. Uh, Sasha Banks is winning right now, which I'm happy about because I voted for Sasha Banks, even though Jojo is pretty cute. But uh, I think Sasha Banks is actually really attractive and um, rooting for her. Peyton, who are you going for, Jojo or Sasha? I think Sasha Banks is a dark horse of this whole entire tournament. She is a gorgeous young thing, and she is also a dark horse as far as her skills in the ring. She is a lot better. When people talk about that fantastic division they have down NXT, they often overlook her. They'll always talk about Paige, and they'll talk about Emma, and now they're talking about Charlotte. They they very often overlook Sasha Banks, and I think she is one of the most fantastic parts of it. JoJo, she was just a disappointment all around. I mean, she's cute. She looks like she's 12. That's cool and all, but <laughs> Sasha Banks is all woman, and I, I totally dig her, and she gets this vote very easily. I like her justification. You're like, she's cute. She looks 12. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her and Bailey can go hang out. And only have a like, thumbs up, man. It's cool that you look 12. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, kid. Oh, <laughs> Way to go, sport. <laughs> so, Drew, you voted Keep up for, the word, uh, champ. You voting for Sasha Banks or are you voting for JoJo, somebody more your age? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I might be close. I might be closer to Sasha than JoJo at this point. Um, you're a big kid now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that is. It is true, you know. I I am a big kid. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Sasha Banks. Uh, I I don't know why, but uh, I really I really like what she does in the wing, and uh, she uh she has a look uh, Latino, but uh, she, uh, she has the name Jasa. 
So yeah, Jojo, Sasha Banks, yeah. <laughs> we go, uh, 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 Mr. Quarter. <laughs> Mr. Quarter. Mr. Quarter. I'm gonna go, go with Sasha Banks because Jojo makes certain parts of me confused because <laughs> I, it's, it's like on the one hand, no, it, no, it's like I. I I know that it's o- it's okay to find her attractive because she is technically of age, but God, that just she's too tiny for my taste. I'm gonna go with Sasha Banks. Oh yeah, because she's exactly my age, yeah. JoJo. So yeah, I'm, I'm not her. I'm not Jerry Lawler. I'm not into that kind of thing. I thought she was 12 or sick. <laughs> I actually believe you. That's, that's pretty fucked up if she's 12 and Justin Gabriel is banging her and Randy Orton. Is <laughs> they got more problems than the wellness policy if that's going around the roster. Uh, Randy Orton can get away with it. Probably. Yeah, Wego, you going with uh, JoJo or Sasha Banks? Uh, yeah, JoJo. It's kind of creepy liking her. She looks 12, so I'm going to go with Sasha Banks by default, though I don't really find her attractive. What? Boo. She's doing a duck face in that picture. You think that's fucking yeah, that picture you got for her is, is not the best picture. Ever. It was El Terrible. Yeah, there's actually not many pictures of her. Uh, Bailey either. There's like three pictures of Bailey on the internet. Yeah, it's but Bailey has a mustache, so it doesn't matter. It's because it violates Megan's law. All right, <laughs> uh, uh, we have the third vote here. Devin Taylor against Nikki Bella. Nikki Bella's winning. Nikki Bella's got my vote. Payton? This is a tough one because, frankly, I don't like either of them. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I went with Nikki Bella just because I, I've seen her improve herself. When she first came in, she was okay, but she's worked out. She's got the really toned body. she got the boob, jo- boob job, so she's making strides to make herself even hotter. So props to her. Devin Taylor, let's, uh, let's see what you got. Where's your <laughs> boob job? <laughs> I can't wait till Mike Payton's the head of WWE talent. Yo, Devin Taylor, let's see what you got. Did you get that boob job yet? <laughs> uh, to, to be, hold on. To be fair, though, is, is he any worse than Kevin Dunn? <laughs> probably. He's probably worse. No, I, he's like, I can't think he's down. worse. Let's fire her. I, no, I can't. I, yeah, I can't think she's worse than Kevin Dunn. Can't be any worse than fucking PSAs. Ah, <laughs> black, huh? Can't be having that. <laughs> uh, Drew, Tevin Taylor, or Nikki Bella, who gets your vote? Why? Why this one was a tough one, but uh, it's, I'm not gonna go with Devin Taylor. I'm gonna go with uh, Nikki Bella because she looks like a what face. Fucking stupid. Hey. Hi. <laughs> so who are you rooting for? I didn't catch that. Uh, I think. Ah, uh, man, I think I'm gonna go with Nikki Bella. Uh, she. Uh, yeah, I think. Uh, I'm gonna put this one down. Boop. So who's getting Nikki Bella? Or shut up. Uh, oh, man, boob job. It's just a two-word vote. Nikki Bell, boob job. Uh, Four Miguel, words. Nikki Bell, boob job, where Devin Taylor gets the vote. Or no I, I'm not too fond of John Cena's sloppy second, so I'll go with Devin Taylor on this one. Hmm. So you're going to take Michael Hayes' sloppy seconds? Yeah, but to be fair, that's the entire Divas roster. That doesn't leave me with, with, me, uh, me with much. Except for maybe the Funkadactyls, but I don't know. <laughs> and Wago? Uh, Devin Taylor, just because Nikki Bella looks like a fucking horse face, and I find her repulsive. Wow, that's harsh. Repulsive. <laughs> like if you saw her in the street, you'd start vomiting or something. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> totally. Turn around, Nikki Bella, there's like, Ugh. I yeah, don't know. Been, I totally have... like, love to get Nikki's attention to the side. I... Okay, Nikki, hit Nikki. <laughs> I don't know, if you look at this picture, if you look at this picture, yeah, but it looks like Nikki has that uh, cottage cheese legs. Yeah, you know how that goes. Yeah, she got that cottage cheese. You know that picture of, like, fucking, uh, was it Rihanna where she looks all bulky and shit? I don't know. Rihanna looks like an alien to me, though. Or was it? I don't remember which one it was, but either no, way, it looks... it was Shakira. I don't remember which one it was, but either way, she looks fucking ugly. <laughs> <laughs> well, our fourth vote is actually not even a vote. It's the uh, second buy vote of the situation. And... Oh, fucking look whoa, at Tony whoa. setting that, that, people up again. That's a horrible accusation. That's a horrible accusation to start about Charlotte. Oh. <laughs> Whether she's gonna lose to buy. Oh, 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 never mind. But, uh, hey, hold on, hold on. Buy is buy is the second generation son of uh, a vacant, well, daughter of vacant. <laughs> so yeah, since uh, we needed two extra spots in this tournament, they ended up just uh, going to the two Divas champions. Moving on to round two, so Paige moved on to round two by default. Charlotte moves on to round two by default. And uh, the way things are going right now, it looks like she'll probably end up uh, facing Nikki Bella, but who knows? 
very uh, fresh vote. So there's more than enough time for this to change around. Next week, we will tell you who got it, uh, all the votes. It moves on to round two. We'll start round two and do uh, Paige versus, uh, who was it? Um, Stephanie. Paige versus Stephanie, that's right. And Alexa Bliss versus Oksana, as well as the uh, two other matches that were going on. And then we'll move on and so on and so forth. So go vote on SmartOutMoment.com right now. It's going to be up until we start the Raw post-show next week. And uh, you can vote only the once a week, but you can also vote on your phone. So go ahead, two votes there. And uh, we will move on with this, take a little break, and the rest hold, and come back with Money in the Bank. Alright guys, we're midway through this episode, and that means we're going to take a little bit of a break with the rest hold part of the program, which we use to promote some stuff going on in the world of A Mango Tree and Smart Out Moment, including Outside Interference, where I've written something for a website outside of Smart Out Moment. This week on the Bleacher Report card, I am going to write two articles about Money in the Bank, doing the usual standard review of the biggest stars of the night and the results of the biggest highlights and low points for the pay-per-view. So if you're interested in reading those two articles, you can find links to the you can find links to those on the outside interference section of the homepage of smartcountmoment.com. There are also links below in the YouTube description if you're watching it there. You can also find them on the Facebook and Twitter accounts for Tony Mango and Smart Out Moment, or by going to my Bleacher Report profile itself to see not only those two when they come up, but anything else from the past as well. Next up is Smart My Words, where I showcase one of the comments you guys left on the YouTube channel this week. The honor goes to The Habit Man, and his uh, comment is in reference to when we were talking about making a Vladimir Putin title for Rusev. Either that, or have that big brown spot he had on his head to be the side plate insignias. That's kind of funny. I'd like to see what happens with that. The uh, the birthmark being his main logo or something for uh, Gorbachev. <laughs> Thank you, Habit Man, for sending that in. Thank you to everybody else who left a comment as well. Make sure you guys do that again next week, and tell us to mark your words. The next edition of the Monthly Mailbag is coming up on episode 139, so if you have any questions that you'd like to ask us to get to know us better, just fill up the inbox by going to the contact form of the website, shoot us an email, and we'll answer anything you send our way. If you'd like to show your support for the website and for Smack Talk, keep in mind about the Sign Me Up initiative. Just bring a sign that says SmartOutMoment.com to any kind of a wrestling event, doesn't matter what company or to what type of show it is. And if you send a picture or a video of it to me, I'll feature it on the next episode of Smack Talk as well as on the website. And for the people who want to know what I think and what many others that are involved in Spark Out Moment think about things outside of wrestling and more geeky topics like video games and comic books and movies and all that kind of jazz, go to my other website, fanboysanonymous.com. For our podcast, you can find them on iTunes, Stitcher, and youtube.com slash fanboysanon, A-N-O-N. Follow the Facebook and Twitter accounts. Check out everything we got. We just did a four-reel movie club of summer movies. We've got review points coming up. We've got fan tracks. And also, if you are in the Philadelphia area, or actually I should say you are close to the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center, more exactly, the uh, Too Many Games convention is going to be coming up this weekend, and we will be there. Myself, Mike Payton, and Chris Dace will represent Fanboys Anonymous. So come say hello to us. Check us out pop up over at our table and uh you know we'll have some fun and the last thing to do as we always do here if you'd like to join the smart count moment team in some kind of a way as a writer or an editor send in an application using the contact form as the same one that you do with the mailbag and i will get more information to you as soon as i possibly can that's enough for the rest hold let's get into money in the bank predictions coming up Money in the bank. Money in the bank. <laughs> Doesn't work as the same with hot tags, does it? <laughs> money in the bank. We should just have money, 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 money. This is chaos already. <laughs> <laughs> so this week, uh, cancer. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, guys. Yeah, we're going to get started here. Money in the Bank predictions. Uh, at the moment, there are only four official matches announced, although they have alluded to possibly a Rusev and Big Show. Uh, not Big Show. Big E match. Um, they are going to have a pre-show with Daniel Bryan talking, so we really don't need to talk about Daniel Bryan talking because who fucking talk cares? Spoiler, uh, he says yes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he'll do that at least once. <laughs> he might, he might not hold his hands up, though. I don't know. This recovery he, might be a little bit too much. He might, uh... Yes, ow. Yes, ow. Yes, ow. <laughs> he, they, the, the crowd might say yes, and then he might be about to say something, but, he, but he, then he'll do this. <laughs> yeah, the laugh and look around. I uh-huh. think he'll only raise his arms if he's feeling like it. Did it? Uh, you're so funny, Peyton. <laughs> <laughs> well, one match that we do know that we're going to have, and actually one of the matches that I'm most excited about, the Money in the Bank briefcase ladder match for the uh, future WWE World Heavyweight Championship title shot. God damn it, that's a long title. Especially if you include Seth Rollins versus Dean Ambrose versus Bad News Barrett versus Dolph Ziggler versus RVD versus Kofi Kingston versus what? Jack Swagger. What? Fuck me. What? I am not typing that out anymore. So uh, it's a ladder match, right? Yeah. <laughs> So uh, we talked a little bit about this, of course, on the Raw Post Show, which we just recorded about uh, an hour and a half ago. And um, our opinions probably aren't going to change all that much from it, but we'll talk about it anyway. So Seth Rollins, to me, is the favorite to win, although I'm actually going to say Bad News Barrett wins this. And uh, by saying that, I'm sure he won't, because I've said that like two other times in the past, and it never ended up happening. So uh, by which that, I mean Dean Ambrose is winning. (laughs) Uh, I would love to see Ambrose Rollins or Barrett win this, or Ziggler for that matter, or fucking Kofi Kingston, because I still think Kofi Kingston's got more to offer. Jack Swagger so, and RVD. So if anyone wins, I'll be happy. <laughs> Except for Jack Swagger and RVD, but even Triple H joked that RVD had Whoa. no fucking shot. Whoa, so you're, you're just going to be an ass to the guys who smoke pot? What the fuck, Mango? What's your problem? Yeah. He does bring up a good <laughs> point there, Tony. We yeah. Dig over the Bramble. They just like to live. <laughs> You're just a weed bully. A yeah. weed bully? Yeah, shrug. Do you not understand the life? Jeez. <laughs> God. Yeah, Drew is about that life. <laughs> I am about that life. <laughs> Hence why people had to ask before, what's Drew high on when he does these shows? No, I think the answer I gave it, people like, oh, I'm even more worried about what he does before the shows. <laughs> yeah, on the street, they call him Drew Green. So, uh, this is probably going to be a more um, intense match than the other one for the World Heavyweight Championship. Probably going to have a lot more high-flying stuff going on in that, so it's got the potential to be the show-stealer of the night. I think it's going to be the most entertaining match of the night. And, uh, you know, gun to my head, if I had to pick who um, will win, I'm thinking it'll just end up going to Seth Rollins, but I'm pulling for Barrett here. Peyton, what do you think? I think if they go for the uber-predictable route of Seth Rollins winning Money in the Bank and Roman Reigns winning the title at the end and Seth Rollins cashing in, I will be utterly disappointed. It's it's the easiest way out of this situation. And I think they have an opportunity to make more than just one or two stars with the state that the company is in right now. I think you have an opportunity to bring up five, six, seven guys up and up a level. So I'm hoping that's what they do with both of these matches, especially this one. I think Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins can be the stars of the match, but in the end, I think they both can cause their own demise to not be able to win it, and that opens it up for a guy like Bad News Barrett to stand up and get it. Or like you're saying, I would be happy with a Kofi or a Dolph Ziggler, and I even wouldn't mind someone like Jack Swagger getting it. Jack Swagger's been reinvigorated over the last year. If they want to try to do something with him with Zed by his side, I, I could fox. You know, I wouldn't be the happiest of this situation, but I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing where it goes. Um, you could even put it into a situation where like him and Cesaro end up in a feud again over who's going to have the briefcase. And Cesaro can take the briefcase away from him, and then someone even better has the briefcase, which if it was perfect in my world, I would have Cesaro be in the briefcase match and have him win that rather than the world title one where I don't feel as confident about his chances. We can hot potato and give it Rusev, then. <laughs> there you go. Nice. Golf clap. That one, 10 points. Uh, Drew, who's winning here? What do you think about the match? Well, before we talk about the match, I just want to go say happy birthday, Mango. Thank you. Oh, yeah. That's you that's going to be the it. outro for tonight. We're going to be singing happy birthday to Mango. All hey, together. don't... God, it was supposed to be surprise, oh, Miguel. God damn, Jesus Miguel. Christ. Oh, God. Fucking, I had a cake and everything. God, yeah, restart it. Jesus Christ. If you get a cake, and you call. your fucking eyebrows and it got... Yeah, so and yeah, instead you... of instead of having candles, there was going to be pyro. Drew was going to do it. 
<laughs> Anyways, so now that we got that out of the way, thanks, Miguel. Gosh, sorry. It's all a good. match. It's all good. Um, yeah, this is definitely gonna be a match, and possibly match of the night. Whoa, bruh. So, I yeah, it's kind of like it's just down to three players in my mind of who have a shot at this. I, it's either gonna be Ambrose, Rollins, Wallins, Wallins, my bad, or um, Banish Barrett, my bad. I blacked out for a second. So. No, Triple H Australian, Shrimp the Barbie, mate. Yeah, that's really... Roy. Why? Anyways. I bet he fucking, like, says that joke to it, like, does that impression to Wade Barrett all the time, and Wade Barrett's, like, pretending to laugh, so he thinks it's funny. He's like, yeah, great impression, boss, and he's like, I'll go fucking do it on TV. You better be careful, you're gonna give me a run for my money and take my gimmick trips. Nice impression, yeah. Why did he go to Australia anymore? Yeah, he's doing it fucking in ring, and he's like, oh, fuck, he actually did it? Shit. <laughs> I don't know. Last year, I got really lucky when we did uh, this match out of, because there was one lesser money in the bank, and there was a bigger one. Last year, I said uh, what's it, Sandow or Abraham Lincoln would win it, and he won it. So, you know, it, I don't know. This year, I'm not as confident of who's going to win it. I, it's really down to those three. The other four are just there to make the match better, which is understandable. Ziggler is given all if he's got. He's not going to be given anything, at least for a while. Kofi Kingston's Kingston, RVD, Shrug, and we all know about yo boy, we the people. So in the end, it's just down to those three. I don't know which one would win, but this is going to be the better of the two ladder matches, and this possibly could be the match of the night. Hopefully, it, this could possibly go down as one of the better Money in the Banks, because, you know, the Money in the Banks for the past few years, you know, they've been okay. They've been good for Money in the Banks, but they haven't been, like, as good as the first few was. Yeah, they, oh, they, for... they, they've been Money in the Banks. They've been Money in the Banks. Hey, you know? Sheamus got injured the one that one time. That was good. Yeah, yes, Sinkar did too, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, that was, like, the best Money in the Bank ever. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fucking Del Rio would have gotten injured in there. Holy shit. <laughs> hey, 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 that, hey that, let me do my prediction for that match. You'll hear my Alberto Del Rio thing. You might get injured. So, yeah, if I, but if I, if I, <laughs> you'll hear it later. Spoil. <laughs> Spoil, here it is. <laughs> so, yeah, but if I had to pick uh, someone to win it, I, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm, like, I'm going to go with Ambrose. I think uh, what they could set up to do is maybe do something against Ambrose and, uh, and uh, Roman Reigns, if he ends up winning the title, I think that'd be something interesting that they could do down the line. Miguel, what do you think is happening in this match? I think you're going to see Kofi and Dolph put on a really great show. Oh, cool. Um, I think you're going to see a lot of stuff between Ambrose and Rollins, obviously. Huh. And as much as I as much as I think it'd be a good idea to push somebody else, right now their big their big focus is on Seth Rollins and the Authority, this. and I think it. I think I think it would make it wouldn't make any sense for them to put all this behind Seth Rollins, you know, put all the support of the authority and not put him into into a situation where he wins money in the bank. Yeah. I think if you if you do all that and it makes him and he loses it, it makes the authority look foolish. It makes it makes mm-hmm. them look bad. So I, I think you got to keep going and, and just just really push him Seth Rollins. So I'm, I see him winning the um, the money in the bank uh, briefcase. Maybe Good if, insight, Miguel. Maybe if Seth Rollins wins Money in the Bank, he'll be able to afford a new theme song and some clothes and a house. Hey, I like I like his his um his new outfit. Yeah, I he's really got tight do. pants on. How can you hate he's that? Trash bags. <laughs> yeah, and he even got a bath recently on Raw. Yeah, yeah. yeah they used it. They used it for the Vicky Guerrero match. You can buy some food instead of eating blinds. Wait, <laughs> go. What's happening with uh, Money in the Bank? What is happening is you're going to get a very, very fun match. If they give it enough time, it could be match of the night. I see Seth Rollins coming out as the winner of this, and Dean Ambrose looking very strong. Jordan, to the point. There you go, guys. That's what we think about that match. Tell us what you think is going to end up happening, who you want to win, who you think is going to win, and we're going to continue Money in the Bank predictions with the tag titles in Part 6. Welcome back. We are on part six, rolling along with the Money in the Bank predictions, and we have the Tag Team Championship match. The Usos defend the titles against the Wyatt family members, Luke Harper and Eric Rowan. I think it's about time we get a new tag title uh, holders, and uh, Wyatt family seems like they are the ones that are going to be put in that position. Usos are doing a great job, so they might not necessarily have to lose here because uh, the crowd is still behind them and everything. And why a family doesn't necessarily need it. Plus, how many other people are there really for them to face? There's, you know, 
Dust Brothers and that's it. Uh, but I still think Wyatt Family is going to end up winning here, partially because I think Bray Wyatt doesn't have as much of a shot anymore to walk away with the um, world title. So Wyatt Family end up winning something here. They win this one. Uh, quality of the match, you know, I'm not looking forward to it as much as I was before. Maybe it's because we've been seeing these guys wrestle on Raw for the past couple of weeks or something. I don't know. Either way, um, definitely going with the Wyatt family winning here. And hopefully Usos don't lose too much steam if that does happen. So, Peyton, Wyatt family, Usos, give us your uh, perspective. The Wyatt family has been around for almost a year now. And they haven't really accomplished anything. So it's almost like a do-or-die time period where they're talking about they're going to go into this event and they're going to walk out with belts around all three of them. And I almost feel like if they don't do that, it that's it. Like, their their credibility drops so much. Um, I, I don't think they're going to do it, though. And I, I feel more optimistic about these two guys winning it than I do Bray Wyatt win the ladder match. But I feel like you can't do one without the other. So I, I'm going to think the Usos hold on to it. Maybe another pay-per-view, they'll, they'll do the three of them getting it. But I, I do not have any optimistic feelings for the Wyatt brothers whatsoever. Drew? Yeah, I'm not really looking forward to this match as well. Uh, the thing is, you know, I didn't think about it the way Peyton did. He has a point, you know, it's kind of like a sink or swim. And, you know, if you he, they if for the Wyatt. So hopefully um, they put on a good match. I don't I don't know if they should win it here, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the Usos with the win. But I'm not gonna look forward to this if it surprises me. Hopefully it does. Uh, and yeah, that's it. We go. I hate to say this because this means I'm gonna lose a, a huge amount of points at the pay per view, but I think it's time for the Usos to drop the belts. I, I do think the Wyatts deserve a run with the titles and the Usos. The Usos have had a great run and I don't think this is going to stop them. I think they're going to keep going with this, but I do think the the, the, the the title situation needs to be freshened up a bit. So against my better judgment, I'm going to go with the Wyatts. And Wago? I think the Wyatt family's taking this and that's all part of the big picture. And I'm looking forward to it. I think this is going to be a good match. Both teams can deliver. Luke Harper, especially out of it, him and Eric Rowan. And the Usos are one of the best tag teams to come around in the WWE for a long time now. So expect a good match. Hopefully it'll be the opener to get the crowd hot. And yeah, White Family takes it. Okay, we have two more matches to talk about. And the next one's going to be the Divas Championship. Paige defends the Divas title against Naoma. <laughs> We're still doing that joke. Uh, Naomi and Cameron have been the only people that are uh, dealing with Paige for the next uh, the past few weeks. So, of course, one of them is going to end up getting the title shot. And uh, thankfully, it goes to Naomi because Cameron, that just would have been sad. But uh, I still think what's going to end up happening here, the way that they are throwing out some tension between the Funkadactyls, I'm imagining Cameron costs the match for Naomi. Paige retains the title. Naomi gets pissed off. They break up Funkadactyls. We get a triple threat at Battleground because a singles match between Paige and Cameron at a pay-per-view, not going to happen. Triple threat? Makes sense. So Paige retains the title. Bathroom break match. Nobody gives a shit. Although I do think both of these are pretty good in the ring. So if uh, they give them enough time and if they have everything sorted out, it could be a pretty decent Divas match. So I'll give it uh, some credit if it ends up giving me a reason to. If it doesn't, then I won't be surprised. Payton? Ditto. Drew? Yeah, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Zero fucks given? Zero fucks given. Miguel? You know, if it hadn't been for this uh, this past Monday night and that segment with the uh, commentary, I probably would have gone with Naomi taking the belt. I To me, they just don't have... They don't know what they want to do with Paige, so they just have her have the belt. And that's pretty much it. At least with Naomi, they could go into a different direction with that. And it seems like they could go in the direction of her and Cameron. But I think that they they I think they see more of a future in Cameron than they do Naomi. And I don't understand why. I'm guessing maybe her her injury had something to do with it, even though it wasn't her fault. But I, I do think Paige is going to hold on to the belt this 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 uh, pay-per-view. And we go. Sin Clara beat Del Rio once. 
That was cool. Why am I the only one that cares about things like this? Because he cares that so much. Is, and that exactly is the point right there. They've not given me a reason to give a fuck, so I don't give a fuck. Um, will it be good? Don't know. Don't care. I'll be taking a shit. Pedro, <laughs> oh, too Pedro. bad. So sad. So sorry. So that was Oh yeah, you'll be, taking, you'll be taking it. You'll be taking a Dixie during that matchup. <laughs> Are you gonna fill up an entire pool of it? Like on Raw? Yes. <laughs> okay, guys, we have one more match to talk about in the next one, the main event of the night, or at least it should be. We can assume, and then that'll be it for Money in the Bank predictions. Finally, we are on the main event of Money in the Bank, the WWE Championship Money in the Bank match, which really isn't Money in the Bank anymore, but they're still calling it that. We've got Roman Reigns, Cesaro, John Cena, Randy Orton, Kane, Bray Wyatt, Sheamus, Alberto Del Rio, and I'm pretty sure that that's it, but, you know, you throw that many names out there, I'm going to lose track eventually. Uh, They just announced Kane earlier tonight on Monday Night Raw, so if you're uh, not following that much, that's why he's in the match. And it's looking like one of the big favorites of the match is Roman Reigns. And that's kind of my guess. I think that they might go with Roman Reigns, but part of me's thinking something's going to go on here with John Cena. I I don't know. I got this little bit of a feeling that John Cena's going to win here and drop the title to Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam. But that does not make sense to me. So that's why I really am having a hard time buying into that but man i can't see like any of these people really having any programs and stuff except for seth rollins uh, uh not seth rollins uh roman reigns because who's cesaro gonna face maybe john cena okay uh same person you just said what roman reigns brock lesnar no brock lesnar it's obvious that yeah. that's where they're going that's true but then brock lesnar's got to beat him for that and that kind of kills cesaro doesn't it why does brock lesnar have to beat him because Why doesn't Cesaro that, beat Brock Lesnar? Fresh it, after Brock Lesnar defeating Undertaker's streak? That's yeah, huge that's, for a guy like Cesaro to accomplish that's that. A, yeah, but that's pointless. And yeah. What's the point of him breaking his streak? That's Just exactly some, why. For some other random jabroni to beat him right after? That's stupid. Yeah. You, why if, Why is... Why does that have to like be some type of thing like that? Brock Lesnar beat the streak because he is a major beast and the Undertaker is an old, frail man. It's not that deep, but... He has that title to him, so now Cesaro can go against this guy fresh off of that, and it's still believable that Cesaro could get a victory off of him. It's a huge, huge rub for Cesaro, so people are complaining, oh, nobody got a rub from the Undertaker defeat. Undertaker. Cesaro gets the rub. (laughs) Cesaro gets the rub from it that way. It didn't sound like the Undertaker. Cesaro needs a heavy push before he's given that type of win, so if they can give him that much momentum on Paul 4 and beating Brock Lesnar, but I don't know if they're going to do it because they always drop the ball on that type of thing. And honestly, I don't think Brock Lesnar should be beaten until WrestleMania. Yeah. I mean, wh- I mean, they, they pound that into our heads every day that Brock Lesnar beat the Undertaker streak. To have... To have Cesaro just out of the blue, out of the blue like this win it, uh, beat, uh, beat him, even if they, you know... It just doesn't make any sense. It's not believable, and and that's I, I think it's it's good in theory, but it's it's not it won't work. And I honestly I, I do agree. I well, is it my turn to uh, give the prediction? Yeah, by the way, you can throw some stuff out. Apparently. <laughs> Apparently. Sorry about that. <laughs> Go for it. I I do as much as people say that Roman Reigns is gonna win. I I don't think he's gonna win yet. I do see a title in his future, but. I think uh, a matchup between him and Triple H at SummerSlam is the direction that they're probably going to end up going, and I don't want the belt in that in that situation because if Triple H beats him, I really don't want to see him with the WWE title belts. Um, so I, I, given how bad business is for WWE, they usually end up putting the belt on Cena just to kind of get that pop, so I can see that happening. I have heard the rumors that they want to do uh, Cena versus Brock, and it would make sense because Brock's first matchup coming back was a loss to Cena, so if they want to do that sequel and give give him his win back, that'd be the perfect time to do it. See, this is a problem that I have with the Brock Lesnar situation. I don't think that he should be the champion in any circumstance unless he's going to wrestle on a regular basis, and I don't think that's going to happen. So I don't want to see what they did with The Rock where you know, he wins the title and shows up on a week and a half's worth of Raw and then that's supposed to justify it enough. Yeah. yeah but the, so, 
He showed up every. I think he showed up like every other week to brawl when he was a champion. Yeah, and yeah. that's just not good enough. And you know what? The Rock can pull that off a little bit better because he can actually cut some promos. Brock Lesnar can't. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. There. We just spent about a month or two with no WWE champion, and it was fine. The show cranked on just as normal. I think that's actually one of the reasons why we can't do that again, because we just went through that. And if that's like and I, spending and half a year without fine. a champion. What are you saying, Peyton? It has not been fine. The past month has been some of the weakest Raws we've had. Yeah, two Raws were yeah but having a strap of leather does not make a good or bad show. So. Yeah, the belt is a prop at this point. I mean, it, it, it. I get what you're saying that it does make sense to have the champ on more often, but with the way they, with the way they, they, they've had that belt treated at at, at points, you know, it, it would not bother me. And you could still have the belt on TV. You just give it to Heyman. Have Heyman hold on to it. I think it actually makes Brock look like a bigger heel that you know no one can get their hands on him to to get the belt back. So when he finally does wrestle for it, it makes that even bigger. It makes that a much bigger deal. You know, they can get him for a Survivor Series or for a Royal Rumble or something. It puts a mystique around the belt that I think the belt's been lacking for a while now. Yeah, but if they do that, then you have to trust WWE to actually come up with actual feuds and not put matches on because there's no WWE champion. Yada, yada, yada. Bunch of crap I hate. Well, they've been doing that now with the Shield. The Shield, the Shield up until their breakup was holding up the... Um, Holding up the fort over but on. But what? Are, but what are gonna? What are they gonna do after this? Because that that that's essentially gonna be over after SummerSlam. Well, they could still they could still continue with the Rollins Reigns stuff. I think Reigns is gonna is I think this is gonna be the chance to show that those guys can carry the show because you're not gonna have your championship uh your champion on there. You know, honestly, I don't know if a homeless guy could hold up the show, but you you can say if you want to. I I I, I congratulate your 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 attempt to make a homeless guy joke, but. <laughs> You know, if if the authority let me let me finish it for you, Drew. If he can't he can't hold up a show if he can't even hold up a car payment. <laughs> Thank you. I think we're gonna go with holding nice something up with Big Show's gun. <laughs> it was like Drew's joke, but funny. <laughs> so I think this is going to be one of those matches that dictates what happens at WrestleMania, and that's actually one of the reasons why I don't want to see Cesaro win here because I think. How many people really are there that Cesaro can fight at WrestleMania that I would be interested in? Sheamus. There's uh, John Cena, maybe, maybe. There's Daniel Bryan, and there's Brock Lesnar. I can't think of anybody else I'd really give a shit about. So Jericho. between those, I would rather see Daniel Bryan against somebody else, probably. Um, and then there's Brock Lesnar. So I don't want to see Cesaro against Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam, because then that ruins it for WrestleMania. I don't like the repeat stuff. Um, and if that's the case, then if you know you knock him out and... I think we can all agree here. Uh, Kane's got no shot whatsoever, right? Nobody's going to try to back him. No, no, I, no, I, I, no, I, I, no, 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 Kane's got no, this, guys. No, I think Kane's got this. I wouldn't rule it out totally, just based on the fact that they're going to want to pick up the Daniel Bryan Kane feud, but it's very highly unlikely. And uh, Del Rio, no shot whatsoever. Same with Sheamus too. Everybody agree to that? No, mm-hmm. I'm surprised if Sheamus injures himself. That's my prediction. He's going to injure himself. Well, he needs to do a spot That's with Del Rio, and they can both get injured for that. Yeah, that, yeah no, Sin Cara comes out and does a spot, and they both get injured. It beats Del Rio again. Wago goes, yay. Yep. <laughs> so if we narrow it down to just the other people, Reigns, Cesaro, I mean, we pretty much talked about Cesaro there. So Reigns, John Cena, Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt. I didn't get my opinion. Okay. I haven't got mine yet as well. Shut up, Drew. <laughs> go yeah, ahead, Wago, then we'll backtrack, backtrack to Drew. Alright, so as far as who wins, it comes down to two people for me. It's either going to be John Cena or Bray Wyatt. And John Cena makes the most sense right now because Roman Reigns, it's way too early to put the belt on him. Cesaro, it's definitely way too early to put the belt on him. And I don't see anyone else in that matchup other than Bray and Cena that you can put it on. John Cena makes the most sense just because he's the marquee guy. And whilst you've got these guys who you're not too sure about who might need a little more um, momentum before you put a belt on them. I think Cena's the go-to guy, especially if you want that marquee match with, say, a Brock Lesnar. The reason I would say Bray uh, Wyatt is if they do want to do John Cena versus Brock Lesnar, I don't want it to be for a title. So you build that to SummerSlam, and you can have, say, if Daniel Bryan returns at SummerSlam, you've got Daniel Bryan versus Bray Wyatt set. And honestly, I think they're going to do Bray Wyatt and the horror and uh, the Wyatt family walking out as all the champions. True. What? Miguel, what did you want to say something? 
No, go ahead. I'll let you finish. I'll wrap things up. I fucking didn't say anything, but okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I just, I th- well, I don't know. Waco, Waco kind of said what I was gonna say. You know, we haven't even talked about uh, Bray Wyatt and John Cena, and honestly, I think John Cena makes the most sense because you know they've, he's kind of started up this thing with uh, with uh, Stephanie. And I think it makes sense that if Cena goes against the authority now, because last year, you know, they were talking about how they didn't want Cena to be the uh, the guy, the face of the company. And I think it makes sense to return to that and maybe John Cena be the focal point of that going into SummerSlam. I mean, at least it makes sense from that standpoint. Uh, Bray Wyatt's also interesting mainly because it's Bray Wyatt. It's, I think it's too early for – essentially it's too early for everyone but John Cena and Randy Orton to get the title. I understand if they get put the title on Reigns, but if they do, it's going to – someone else is going to cash in a – cash the title in on him as soon as he does it I, I i just really can't see one of the younger guys winning the title right now I, it's it's either gonna be john cena or, or orton i think it's gonna be cena all right miguel you know it, it, it i'm still <laughs> stick no i'm still sticking with john cena but you know they could just go with randy orton and just kind of just start off fresh because that would probably be like if they had no other direction to go into that would probably be their last case scenario is to put the belt on Orton and just kind of reset from there. It just shows that how much how much the the Daniel Bryan injury really screwed up their plans cuz wasn't the plan to have Bryan versus uh, Brock at SummerSlam at one and point the I most think I unrealistic heard. match ever behind CM Punk and Brock Lesnar. Yes. Yeah, that should be like 2 fucking seconds. <laughs> no no yeah. no no. no. Like no, 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 no. People and Brock... complained about, but fucking Daniel Bryan would be a whole nother story. That's even more unbelievable. Yeah. No, no, no. And remember, the only reason Brock Lesnar is going to win is because Paul Heyman interferes and, like, hits fucking Brian with a chair like he did with Punk. That was fucking stupid. Yeah. It was a good match, but it was fucking retarded. So who's the um the main pick that you're going with, Miguel? Uh, Cena. Just because the same basic reasons? It's it business is down. They need to really pe- uh, pep things up. Put the belt on Cena. And Peyton, since we're backtracking here, uh, final thoughts on this? What? Who do you think's winning? Who do you want to see if that's not the same person? Well, when I was talking about Cesaro, that's who should win. I I don't truly expect him to. I even don't expect Roman Reigns to, because I expect him just to get screwed out of it somehow. Or what I more than likely see him is some kind of big act of hubris where like maybe he's got the match in the bag and he's up there and got his hand on it, but he decides to do a dive off of it, take out Seth Rollins through a table or something along those lines. And it screws him out of getting the final grabbing of the belt. My two favorites, I would have to say Bray Wyatt's got a big shot just because I was saying before, this is do or die for them. Cena is always a possibility, but gosh, I really goddamn hope not. And now that, Wago brought this point up earlier. I wouldn't be surprised if, if Kane takes it. I mean, he only needs to hold it for a month or however long it takes for Daniel Bryan to get back, and then they hop right into their feud. That actually makes total perfect sense. I think it's someone that people are not expecting. Kane looked like a beast on Raw tonight, so it, it it's someone we should probably actually take a little bit more seriously as a contender. Hmm. And uh, just like the other one, gun to my head, if I have to pick who I think is going to end up winning, I'm going Del with Rio. I'm going with John Cena here. Del Rio, I fuck that. I, I forgot about Yeah, that. you're going with Del Rio. Tony's going with Del Rio. We all heard it here. <laughs> it's true. I'm it's actually true. a secret it's Del true. Rio fan. Overcompensating. No. You did uh, You did draft him in your original team. Yeah, what yeah, a fucking dumb move. Of the, the God, that was terrible. That he's, cursed he's, my whole team this whole year. This is why he's got he'll a, last. Yeah, he's, he's, got, he's wearing the scarf right now. <laughs> Well, speaking of Fantasy League stuff, that's what we're going to do in the last part coming up right now, so stay tuned. Okay, so we're on the final part uh, of the uh, episode here, so that's going to be Fantasy League, and that means I'm passing it over to Mr. Payton. Well, it is the final week of Session 2 heading into Money in the Bank. Things are tight in the middle and bottom, and I'm still sitting pretty at the top, but... I'm in first place, as I said, 480 points. Second place, Mr. Sean Walker's team, Homeless, 301 points. Third place, the Drew Crew with 270 points. Fourth place, Miguel Leon's team, Best for Business, 203 points. Fifth place, Steven Juego's team, Stoner, 164 points. Finally clawed themselves, not only out of negative numbers, but out of last place. And all the way in last, Tony's Tykes, 149 points. Oh, the Tykes. Little bastards. (laughs) 
So one other bit of business. We check to see if anybody's got any substitutions they would like to make. First off in our waiver wires, Miguel, you haven't been here in a few weeks, actually. So anything on your mind that you might want to trade off of your team? Yes. Um, I think I want to trade Kane out because I, I honestly don't see him winning the money in the bank. And he hasn't really done much for the team as of late for me. So I'm going to switch him out. And I'm I'm actually I'm actually going to pick somebody that I think they seems like they're building up towards something. And I don't know if it's going to be something good or something bad, but I'm going to I'm going to try to take a, a risk in this one. I'm going to replace Kane with Cameron. Hmm. Wow. Hmm. Did not okay. expect that one. It's, I it's, did not expect that one at all. Yeah, they're building they're the building Hail Mary. something up. Yeah. yeah, they're build, they're building up th- something up with her and yeah, I, I feel like I feel like it's going to might go somewhere. So um, yeah. I'm going to take a risk on this one. Shut up, Drew. Shut up, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Drew, fuck off. Yeah. All right, so next is actually Tony. Anything for you, Tony? Nah, nothing out of this group of sad people. You're just going to sit in last place? <laughs> yeah, well, not much more I could do if I pick up fucking Heath Slater and Darren Young and shit. You could swap out Dean Ambrose for Cameron. I'll switch you. Yeah, that'll happen. Hey, said it would. Do it. Well, that brings it, that brings it to myself. I am not making anything this week. Mr. Drew White, you're next. Dr- Dropping Curtis Axel for Kane. Ooh. Wow. All right. That that happened fast. Drew Crew taking on Kane in place of Curtis Waxel. Mr. Sean Walker's not here, hasn't been in touch with me. Mr. Huego, anything for you? Well, that fucked me over because I was going to drop Rob Van Dam for Kane. So um, I can't think of anyone that's on the roster that's going to do me any good. Uh, So, yeah, I'll keep RVD. Unless anyone's got any trades. <laughs> I'll trade you. Yeah, you're not going to do it. Give him the Miz. All right. Well, we got a couple trades in the mix already tonight. We'll just make another pass through and see if there's anything. Tony, you want anyone that came available on the table? No. <laughs> I don't. Walker probably doesn't. Wago? I would like to trade uh, Drew White. <laughs> <laughs> and Miguel. I already made my cane trade. All right, and Drew, is there anything else you want to do tonight? Yeah, I'm going to drop Ryback for uh, the big guy, Zeb Coulter. Legitimately? Yeah. <laughs> okay, like, what? all right. Well, Ryback dropped for... I'm just making sure. I wasn't sure if he was joking or not. So, oh, shit. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you, you did something. Uh, Wow. <laughs> all right, folks. So with that, I think we're going to conclude all of our Fantasy League business. To keep up to date with what's going on, head to keepingkfabe.com for the latest scores and also pay attention to the Keeping Kayfabe Facebook page. So now it's time for the Thurman Sparky plugs. And let's go in reverse order here. Wago, you're up first. UDMMA.com, Facebook.com slash UDMMA, and Twitter.com slash UDMMA, Facebook.com slash AddictedAnimeFans. Kapow! <laughs> Miguel? The Untitled Movie Show, tomorrow night, 8 o'clock. We're going to be discussing Vanity Projects, so check that out. The Untitled Movie Show, tomorrow night, 8 o'clock, blogtalkradio.com. Drew? Uh, be sure to check out everyone's stuff, including Miguel's. I'm going to be on that show eventually. I swear to God, Miguel. And, uh, yeah, just keep keep on uh, the Mega Powers train rolling. We keep on rolling until the 20-year anniversary show. And Peyton? Well, lots of awesome things going on at MegapowersRadio.com. Wrestling fans, join us Monday nights after Raw for the live Raw post-show. Check out the most recent edition of the Four Real Movie Club where we reviewed summer movies like Jaws and Stand By Me and One Shitty Movie. And we also have another edition of Four Real Movie Club coming up on Sunday, July 6th, which is going to be the American Pride edition. America! I'll be hosting this one. We're going to be talking about all of our favorite patriotic moments with movies like some movie with Chuck Norris beating up and roundhouse kicking Russians and another movie with Mel Gibson throwing an American flag through a guy's heart and another movie where Harrison Ford is the president on a plane being taken over by terrorists. All these great things about America. Sunday, July 6th, for real movie club, megapowersradio.com. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Okay, guys, that's it for this episode. The next episode is going to be coming up a little bit later on. We're going to be back to a normal schedule. 
So uh, hopefully by that time we'll be able to have like some hot tags and stuff like that going on. But we will be reviewing the Money in the Bank pay-per-review. And then the week after that we'll be answering your mailbag questions. So go ahead and send those in over the next uh, two weeks and we'll get to answering them. We'll also be continuing the next round of the hottest WWE Divas tournament. And we'll do the usual shtick. So for everyone on the panel this evening... Thank you for listening. Thank you for all the comments and everything else that you guys leave. I'm Tony Mango. This has been another Smart Out moment, and we're being counted out. Ladies and gentlemen, for this outro, we present to you the theme of our current WWE World Heavyweight Champion, Vacant.